Broadcasting from the third coast and recorded live at Tripod South Studios, this is The Hango Show. I need to get inside your head. I got to know if you insane. Yeah, now it is. <laughs> I swear. I swear to see. Jig's doing his job, man. That's it. He said, he said back in the day, you got one job. Let's make sure that button's red. <laughs> <laughs> Called him out. Oh, thank goodness, bro. I I just I just hit it. I just tapped it. I, you I, need I, to I, hit I, that. No, man, I don't either. either. No. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to the Hango Show. This is your host Hango Wood, and tonight I'm back in here with the boys. <laughs> Got Jut saving saving the day again. Zeroed in. Man. That's it, man. <laughs> Chief Save a Ho comes in, comes through again. <laughs> you got that right. Back <laughs> here with the boys, and we're we're wide open tonight. Harpoons got off the lamb. He ran from the law for a month. We got him out of jail. Everything's good. How y'all doing? Great. Doing man. better now that it's recording. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we were only a minute and a half deep this time instead of, instead of an hour. Yeah, that's great. Just think that saved everything, man. That you did it. Had something to do with it. You did it. Focus. Oh man, laser. <laughs> like, I don't know about that. <laughs> that button's supposed to be green. No, it's not, Judd. <laughs> and now you get a cookie. Thanks. <laughs> So yeah, uh, Harpoon, tell us about your about your run uh, from the law. Yeah, so yeah, so I went to go see some friends um, at a safe house. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> In Dallas, <laughs> just kidding, man. It wasn't any kind of like anything like that. But I did go to see some college college buddies. Uh, we went to um, go see a concert. We went to go to the stadium tour. It's got uh, Motley Crue, Joan Jett, Def Leppard, Poison. Had another opening band. That I'm I, glad I wasn't there because. Joan Jett would have came home with me against against her will or not. I'll tell you, man. I'll that, tell you something, dude. She she's been my crush since I was about four. And I'm gonna tell you something, man. She still rocks. She's still hot. She rocks, man. I tell you, I really had I, I had forgot how many songs I knew of, of that I forgot she played. You know, she played I guess probably for about forty five minutes, and and I guess I knew all almost, but about two of them. Yeah, almost every single. Well, between. Her solo career, then you know, she was with the Runaways before that. Yeah, you know, she's had a long, long, a very successful career. Yeah, it was a treat, man. It was it was a real treat. Um, Poison put on a great show. They, um, CC Deville, um, um, you chew, yeah, Appley. Go ahead, uh, CC Deville, who's the um, the lead guitarist for Poison. Man, I mean that guy. He really, he really. Uh, I thought CC had passed for some reason. I don't know why I'm thinking that. Um, no, man he he was he was out there showing out. Man, he was really <clears throat> he's a really good guitarist. Uh, Brett Michaels, the front man. I mean, he's all over the place. He's still got lots of energy. <clears throat> Seeing crew, I mean, I've seen them several times, and and uh, man, they're always a treat. Um, a lot of good music there for me. And then uh, Def Leppard, <clears throat> they Motley Crue and Def Leppard take turns closing. Mm. every other night yeah. so each each one gets a headline and um and and Def Leppard had an incredible light show um <clears throat> lots of I, I was telling you about the building it, do you do you know the name of that building I was telling you about no, it's it's the new Texas Rangers ballpark though I don't, I don't know what it's called I don't know if they've got a naming right to it or if it's Texas Stadium or, or what it is man it's beautiful and it, it's absolutely the biggest indoor facility that i've been in with a large group of people that stadium's only been 
don't know if they used it last year during the baseball season or not, but I, you know they're using it this year. I mean, it's a brand new building. It look it looks like it, and it is huge, man. I'm talking about huge. What um, building is it again? New at, New Rangers ballpark. Okay, out there gotcha. in, in Dallas. Okay, it's it's pretty much right beside Dallas Cowboys Stadium. And uh, gotcha. great architecture. It looks it looks fantastic. It looks like a gigantic, like um, space shuttle hangar. They can. It's got the removable top. It the slides back and forth. Yeah, a lot of lot of natural light in there. Of course, they had they had it closed because it was rain. It was pretty heavy rain most of the time we were out there. It's called Choctaw Stadium. Hmm. I don't know if they may. Uh, it used to be Globe Life Park. But yeah, its its capacity is forty eight thousand one fourteen. Well, it was a packed house, man. Well, I think that's probably that's probably forty eight thousand for a baseball game. Did they? I guess they had seats on the on the, oh, yeah. on the field too. They, yeah, the floor the the floor was covered. <clears throat> they had um, one end blocked off, you know, just for the back of the stage. But yeah. it was a small portion of uh, of the curve. And the, all the floor, the and and then the first set of risers, and and then all the way up to the balcony seats, um, it was just packed out. And I tell you what, you know, in those songs that, um, the bands, you know, the eighties bands, you know, everybody's got some some sort of a metal ballad or some sort of something like that. Everybody's turned the lights on and the on their phones, and the lights would go down, and they'd sing along and wave their phone lights and stuff. And and man, when you looked out over the sea of all this light moving and realize that there's some body yeah. there. I mean, it, it, it gave a different depth of just looking out and seeing this huge mass of humanity. That's, that's rocking to the same note. You are at the same time. Everybody's <laughs> doing the same thing on a lot of those, on a lot of the songs and you'd look around and, and, and you'd see people or I would, I'd look around and I'd see people several, um, sections over, you know, and and you just see the mom and the dad. Yeah, obviously, you know, uh, just both of them just <laughs> just fists in the air, pumping and rocking and and stuff. It was great, man. It was it was a great time. It really was. Well, what about your second trip after that one? The uh, yeah, the so I came back and uh, worked that weekend um, at the shop, and then. Uh, like first thing Sunday morning, uh, Miss Alabama and I <clears throat> hopped on a plane and, and we went to uh, Key West, and that was a that was a really um, it's really been probably about my definitely top two or three trips I've ever taken. Oh, wow! Anywhere it was just it was just that <clears throat> man it was just that much fun. Um, on just I felt like I was on vacation the whole time. Um, the vibe was really chill. The down vibe there and was very chill. She was very cool with everything that was going on. That uh, you told me about. I was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I started us off with a bang, man. And she was cool with it. So <laughs> the cocaine boat showed up and the, the games began. No, it was, uh, you know, I still, I, we had, we had, um, our first day there, I had. I'm not really a big drinker. I do. I do like a drink or two, you know. But um, you've been accused in the I've, past. In the past, I've I've had a few extras. Same. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I had I had started the day off, man, with a few drinks and us going downtown, and and then uh, and then we found this little smoke shop, this local smoke shop, 
and went in and bought some uh, some of the local goodies there and took them back to the hotel room on the balcony. And before we went back out that night, we checked that out, dude. And that shit had me extremely chatty, dude. I was <laughs> I was talking to everybody. Of course, man, she's all want me to reel it in. She's just wanting to be coupled up and which is which is great man and everything but i was so lit up i had alcohol and the local stuff in me we call that crossfados barbados dude yes. man well i was humpty dumpty man I was, I was coming off the wall too man i mean i was talking to everybody had group selfies going on harpoon for 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 key west mayor all of a sudden he was getting to know people dinner with strangers shaking babies and kissing hands that's all he was doing uh, yeah i i did realize man pretty abruptly that i was getting i was getting a little bit out of hand when you know when we were sitting at the bar and he's he's, hey he was getting rowdy (laughs) i'd pay now (laughs) i'd pass chatty and went straight to rowdy man that's Yep, and I was on the far end of that, and uh, she was telling me she's like, "Man, you're killing me, man. You know, you're just you're way out there." Well, I never told that story on this show before. Huh? The, the night I tried to put a girl in my trunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, missed, missed that one on here. I, I didn't think. tell you about that. I don't think so. It was the old at the JP's back in the day. If it uh, tells you anything, how yeah. long ago it was. Yeah, and we we still had our band together, and we had our band meeting night on Thursday night, which was we just met at a bar and all got drunk. And they was some girl was wrong. That's what it was, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> Every Thursday night, we all met at a bar somewhere and got drunk. <laughs> our band meeting. And uh, one night, there was this one particular girl, and she had an amazing interest in Judd. He knew her. Like, her name Cassie, that her name? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and and she, just, she, she beat us to the line when it went to getting drunk. But we got there, and she was already there, you know. Like, who is this, this little bitch over here in my boy's face? Because she's all of like five foot tall, little bitty shit. And she's like, "You're getting rowdy." Just kept like, putting her finger in his face. You're getting rowdy. <laughs> oh man! And then she was telling me that I was crossing the line and shit. Like, Let's get the fuck out of here before I smack this woman. Let's let's go. Smash her like a house fly. But we were at we were at Big Easy, <laughs> and we left Big Easy and went to JP to escape the gremlin. Mm-hmm. And so we get to JP's, and guess who comes walking in 30 minutes later? Oh, what are y'all doing here? Like, oh, fuck. And so we stayed there and put up with her shit until closing time. And she's like, I'm going to go with y'all. I'm going to go with you. I'm like, you ain't going fucking. I got the keys. Okay? That's when I had that blue Buick I had. <laughs> right. it's, it's me and Jut and Steve. And so we went to leave, and she would not let go with Jut. She had him by the arm. I said, I grabbed my keys out and popped the trunk, and I picked her up. I was going to throw her in the trunk. If you're going with us, you're riding back here. Put me down. Put me down. I'm like, yeah. It ain't so hot being little now, is it? Put your ass in this trunk. They will never find you. I'm a different man now, though. Anyway. Take a, take a gravel road home. <laughs> uh, that's the same night the cop that pulled me over for DUI was getting in his car shit-faced. <laughs> And I saw him. And I was like, you motherfucker. Mm. Wow. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Back to your vacation. I I, I got sidetracked on the trunk story. <laughs> she uh, went the only one ever went in my trunk. I'm just saying that. I'm just letting it be known. Oh, uh, the bodies move. That's right, man. 
So everything else, man, was very cool. We did a lot of sightseeing. Man. Eating any good food while you're down? We ate incredibly well, man. We I know you're a seafood fiend like I am. Man, yeah, we ate. Um, we ate, ate some really good seafood every day <clears throat> of some sort. Um, we had uh, the course conch and uh, grouper and mahi and oysters and shrimp and crab and i mean we had it we had it all yeah man we weren't we weren't pulling any punches <laughs> we had you know plenty of great drinks a lot of live music um we what do you think about duval street i've never been to the keys before uh, would it's somewhere you'd go back to well actually we talked about that we had an incredible time there um i mean i would go back just you know yeah but if i had only a certain limited amount of time i would i would choose to go somewhere else just for the new experience right but i would highly suggest people to go to Kiwa. it was very it was it was very well worth going but it's um, very adult friendly it's, it's not a kid place right it's not very kid friendly it's uh it's kind of like bourbon street in new orleans or bill street in memphis it's if you the strip in vegas the strip in vegas yeah minus yeah. the gun violence right. <laughs> well, yeah that was uh, fucking crazy you see that thing about the guy in memphis of the night who was riding around shooting people yeah fucking idiots. crazy idiots i'm sorry back, back to the good stories yeah. um it's just yeah, it's a fun place to go. There's not very much. There's no almost no sandy beach yeah. for the kids. Um, it's it was really hot while we were there. Um, it it, it kind of sprinkled rain that very first night that we were there. Uh, the night that I was extra rowdy and everybody was <laughs> had to be inside, so which <laughs> nobody could leave, and it was just me going. Ah! <laughs> pants on his head run, running around the bar <laughs> we did go to the beach man it was uh it was a unique experience too um we had probably i would say 60 or 70 yards to the left and 60 or 70 to the right of us without anybody there you oh, know wow. it was palm trees uh we were it, we were at a state park um at the beach um zachary taylor state park i think and uh right there on the beach line as it starts to kind of go off into the beach uh they had just like most state parks they had um picnic tables and grills and things like that so it's kind of like right there on the edge of the tree line and the trees are palm trees with coconuts you know it's the fucking like the caribbean look right you know um and it was just super cool, man. Hell, we had our, we had, a, um, you know, some music out there. Uh, we had a, you know, a little, there was a little concession stand type place that was not too far. A little snack bar type thing. Snack bar, yeah. uh, public restrooms, showers, you know. We took outdoor showers, you know, people walking around. That's, that's my favorite, dude. That's, if we were building a house, I'm having an outdoor shower built on my house. It's, it's, it was, it was, yeah, it was a fun time. Saw the, uh, they, they had like a, a butterfly garden type thing. It's a small outdoor area that's got thousands and thousands of butterflies out there of all sorts of different colors and sizes and, and small birds out there, you know? So it was, it's, you walk around going, wow, wow, wow. It was you like know? a botanical garden. Man. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly. Yeah. All sorts of cool plants and stuff. Um, went to uh, Hemingway's house saw like all the, the cats that have like six toes and you know big old they had to have had those cats roofied dude they were <laughs> they were damn near drooling they were laying there just fucking laid out 
every tourist that came by there wanted to love on these big 15 pound cats that were laying on the table stretched the fuck out man of these random strangers just rubbing hell out of them (laughs) ain't no way them miss alabama thought they were stuffed that's how motionless they were they they were they were out and i told and i i have cats i you know i'm a cat guy and i'm like that ain't normal <laughs> I'm just telling you right fucking now, man. Those cats, they keep them louied up. Those, those cats are back in the opium den before everybody Ooh. gets over there. Yeah. Well, good, man. I'm glad you had a great time. It's awesome. It was, man. It was really, it, yeah, it was, it was very cool. I'm very relaxed, you know, kind of having them back to back, you know, different experiences, but both equally as cool and yeah. relaxing. I think that maybe have helped me relax a little quicker on the second. Oh, on, for sure. On, the, on yeah. the second trip. It makes that weekend you had to work go by pretty quick. You know, I, I yeah. knock, knock, knock this out and go on another little trip, you yeah. know. Jake, what's been going on with you, dude? I mowed my yard. Hey! <laughs> uh, what can I give you, you for don't that have one? a button for that one? Um, uh, <laughs> there you yeah. go. Kind of like that? Yep. Yep. Pretty good. I got rid of my air horns, so I didn't have the air horns to give you. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, no, I had to, it's the same thing. Uh, running the shop into the ground and uh, pretty much it. Dad right. retired. Who did? Dad. He really? Finally, yeah, right, he finally man. he finally got out of there. Hung up the tool belt, huh? Yep. I can't believe that, dude. He's yeah. is that the only job he's ever really had? Yeah. So I started to say he's he, probably been there for fifty years. Fifty years. <clears throat> yep. Wow. He's come years. by a couple times and, and got something to eat. And he was telling me about it. He's yeah. counting down the days. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, man, I've already retired. And I was like, of course, he's he's a wild card anyway. Yeah. Really, you know? <laughs> Give it a month. No, now he's he, probably ready to hang it up. Yeah. He's been at it for a long time. He deserves it, man. He's, well, good on Benny. Had to wait till he was 69 years old to do it. But he's finally made it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. There you go. Little drop for Benny there. Yeah. I know that's Miss Alabama's button, but speaking of which, how is she doing? You know, I'm you know, my sacks there. How's how's the missus doing? Yeah, I didn't even ask about her. Sorry, she's, she's she's super good, man. Good. Like I told your mom, we stayed naked most of the time, man. Hell yeah, in the keys. So, Got to. Just kidding. We, we had clothes. No, you're not. <laughs> uh, I've just been doing the same shit. Um, I, I had a I about had to come apart another night. Um, boss went on PTO, and uh, the people who worked day shift just didn't do anything. Damn. I mean, nothing. One of the guys, I'll tell you where he went. I'll cut it out. He went to, okay, so it's one line. The first one hit the second one, hit the third one, and you come back. I got to work this past Thursday night. So he uses the van that I drive during the day. I get there, and there are no vans there. So I call him like, hey, man, where you at? Oh, I'm, I'm about 20 miles. He left at noon. He signed out at 1215. I got to work at 7 o'clock. Okay? Yeah. I call him and say, hey, man, where are you at? Oh, I'm about 20 minutes outside of my last stop, headed back. I said, you left here at noon, and you're just now leaving there? Yeah. I said, it's been seven hours. 
I can do that run. I've ran that same run he's, he's he was doing in five at the most. Oh man, I didn't know what time it was. I'm so I had to get a minivan and pack all my stuff into one of these minivans they have for people like if they need an extra like somebody's coming back from a, a drive early or something for the people who draw blood. Oh, they take the minivan so they can come back. No, he didn't get back till like eight fifteen that night. And so when our assistant manager came in today, he's like, man, what's, what's been going on? I said, well, I'll what happened Thursday night, Thursday, nothing, nothing got done at all. He said, why? I said, pull the sign out sheet and take a look. He pulled, he's like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, you tell me, man, y'all the one that hired him. So what's he out doing? He's riding around with his thumb up thumb of his ass. He left the other night going kind of the same direction that I go on my first run. He left 30 minutes before I did, or not take it, but 20 minutes. I got to work a little early. He's like, oh, I'm headed so-and-so. I'm like, all right, have a good time. He want me to say, oh, I'll take it. It's on my way. Mm-mm. If you got time to take it, you fucking take it. And so he left like 20 minutes before I left. I packed up my stuff, and I left. I stopped and got something to drink, got back on the road. I passed him before he got to the town. He was, he was going to, okay, that's a 40-minute drive at the absolute most. The absolute most. Yeah. I passed him on my way to my run. He was about halfway there. He was behind a semi doing 65. I had his cruise on 65. I set my cruise on 78 and I flew right by him. <laughs> and I sure said I ain't going to set my cruise behind a semi and ride behind in that wake the whole time. We got places to go. No, he just gets on the road and takes his sweet ass, goes as slow as possible. So you don't have to come back and do work. Yeah. But he's not going to last very long, I can already tell. Because we use like three different programs on our computers to, to do stuff. This program does this. This program, like one program fills orders. One program is like our, our shipment tracking program. And another one does something else for production. He doesn't know the difference between any of them. So he'll go to like fill an order. And he pulls up like our, our, production, our production program. Okay, this is daily. Daily he does this. And I said, well, he needs to he needs to go, in my humble opinion. Now, is this the guy that was leaving his tobacco and all this other stuff? Same, Same yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, that's... that's so, I'm, I'm dealing with that. I'm just uh, going to work all I can and put up with this shit as long as I can until I have to strangle somebody in the end, which is going to happen. Uh, so if you, when you hit the murder charge come out, you'll know what happened. Oh, he finally snapped. He did it. Um, I read something this week that kind of blew my mind and y'all, y'all may be in the same boat as this guy. Do you wash your ass? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like actually like getting there and wash your, yeah. yeah. Apparently among some communities, uh, men think touching their ass is gay. So they don't wash their ass. They don't wash their ass. So they've been walking around for years no. with a caked up asshole. No. Never seen soap. Look at <laughs> uh, What do you think, Judd? One more time. <laughs> <laughs> when I read that, I was like, surely this is a joke. But no, apparently it's like a ton of people are like, yeah, I don't wash my ass. It's fucking gay to touch, touch an asshole. I'm like, it's your asshole. That doesn't even make sense. 
How do they piss? <laughs> yeah. Don't know much dick then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're, they're poor female partners. That's that's who was saying it. It was girls saying, yeah, I broke up with a guy because he wouldn't wash his ass. Uh, yeah. Fucking break up with him. Yep. I'm very smell sensitive, man. I can't. That would have been an issue like up front. Like, you got to. How do you not smell it when you're wearing your clothes? Not, not even not even the get naked part. Yeah, yeah. How do you not just permeate the smell of shit all the time? Ugh. You all right? It's too much. Dang, we, need, we need a topic you, changer. Well, you just have to think, you know, they have to swim a lot or they got to go do something. They no, no, be no, 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 no. These girls have said, like, they have, you can tell. They out of my pool. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Mm. Um, now that, I mean, I hadn't seen a lot of news this week. Hadn't, I've been trying to stay away from the news. It just, it just brings me down watching anything nowadays. Um, let me turn this up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, nothing's really been happening. Um, Tink's leaving. Uh, when would it be? Next weekend, she'll be gone. She's going out to their company headquarters for like, like two or three days. They have like a big, they have a thing called rally days where they all get to, they bring everybody who works at home, like to the home office. Nice. Kind of get to meet. She's the first time she's ever really going to meet people face to face that she's worked with for a couple of years now. Very cool. So she's really excited about that. Um, y'all want to watch a few fight videos? Shoot, yeah. I know I got you hooked on them now. There's some interesting UFC stuff went on. Yeah, what? I didn't get to see any of it. What all? What all happened? I, I heard like bits and pieces of it, but I didn't, I didn't get to see any of it. So, so all right. So at the first of last week, basically leading up to this past Saturday night. They always have like the, um, like the official weigh-ins and the uh, ceremonial weigh-ins and the pre-fight press conference and all this stuff. Basically, man, just to give extra attention to the fight that's coming up, build anticipation, hype, stuff like that. Well, uh, during this this past Saturday night, I think it was uh, UFC two seventy nine or two seventy eight, whichever. the main event was Nate Diaz uh, versus uh, Chamith Hapatia or something. He's uh, um, is he one of the Dagestan guys? Yeah, yeah. Got the beard up underneath his chin and all shaved in the front. Um, you know, he's supposed to. I mean, I think he's he's undefeated. They're pretty much kind of grooming him to be the next Khabib. Uh, Khabib. Yeah. You know. So um, anyway, during the pre-fight press conference backstage um Jamith's people he had 25 or 30 heavy in his crew of people that's running with him and then Nate Diaz had his 40 or 50 people that was with him and then there were a few other lesser known fighters that were kind of mixed in with their two or three people. So all these people are backstage talking shit and pushing each other. And, you know, all of a sudden it breaks off into a hundred man knuckle swirl. Basically. A hundred man knuckle swap. They get get out there, you know, spread them out. And Dana White's like, he's like, look, we just got to call this off. We can't have everybody coming back out, you know, doing this. So I think what they were trying to do was to 
like whenever they have a normal press conference, they'll have all the fighters with the main event sitting closest to the podium right. and then the lesser fights all the way out to the end. Well, what happens is, is these lesser fights, the, the first fights, warm-up fights, these fighters aren't getting much recognition or whatever. A lot of FaceTime. No yeah. FaceTime. The, the, nobody's asking them any questions, really, you know, one or two, whatever. So what they decided to do was, I think – in a marketing move to try to get the public to know these guys so they can start rooting for them, build a bigger fan base earlier. What they're doing was they were bringing each fight out one at a time. So, so they were having, you know, the, the lesser fighter guys would get to spend like eight minutes in front of the mic, mm. you know, each on one. On That's each very side, smart, you know, from, from a marketing standpoint, you yeah. know, and then they would bring those guys off. And as they got closer to the main event, they'd get more, more mic time, you know, and able to talk more shit and get amped up. So, um, but while they were doing that, all this other shit was breaking out in the back and they had to stop it all. Yeah. So when it came like the next day, uh, when they were doing official weigh-ins, the main event, Nate Diaz makes weight 171 and, um, Chameeth comes up and he's like nine pounds over. Holy shit. He's almost like 180. That wasn't just missing weight. He was way out of there. He just comes up there, stands on the stage like, oh, well, you know, <laughs> and his explanation was, is that the doctor had stopped his weight loss like the day before because he thought that he was putting himself in danger by losing that much weight. So he obviously oh, shit. Yeah. So what they did was Wait, the UFC has taken great steps recently to help these guys lose weight in a reliable, safe way. So him saying the doctor said you can't lose anymore is horseshit. They would have been ahead of that a month ahead of time. The fighter should have been ahead of it. Yes. He should have been prepping to, to not have to lose 15 pounds in a 24-hour period. Right. You know, he should be down to like 8 or 9 pounds or something. It's still pretty extreme, but doable and livable, you know. So it was on the fighter. Um, so anyway, they had... Uh, they had, instead of pulling the fight, you know, breaking the fight up and going, hey, man, it's just, it's just not going to work out because the guy didn't make weight or whatever, they rearranged the fights. So it gave Nate Diaz still top billing in the main event, and they pulled Tony Ferguson off of another fight um, for, the, for the main event. So both of these, these guys, Nick, uh, Nick Diaz and Tony Ferguson, were both ultimate fighter winners and like the fight house, different seasons. Right. So it was a much better fight um, than it would have been the way it was. So they wound up swapping opponents. So they moved everything around. Do you know who Tony was supposed to fight to begin with? Yeah, he was supposed to fight um, Kevin uh, Woodson or Woods or I don't know. Whatever is a new is I haven't seen him. I haven't. Is seen it a him newer before. newer fighter? He's a newer guy. He's See, a black guy. Tony's been kind of on. Tony used to be. Oh, yeah, he was a the man, yeah. you know, he's kind of been sliding as he's gotten older recently. Yeah. Last couple of years, he's had a hard time. Yep. So I was wondering if they will start using him as bait for newer guys. I, I'm thinking, man, pretty much I, I, I've, I've noticed that, too. Um, I did hear a interview with Daniel Cormier uh, and um, who else? Who was he talking to? Anyway, Daniel Cormier was saying that uh, I think it was Joe Rogan. Um, they were talking about his fight career. He was supposed to uh, fight Khabib like two or three times. Right, and Khabib kept getting. And each time there was a there was an issue, and and the fight would break apart kind of at the last minute. 
um, one of those times, uh, Tony was getting up out of the chair, tripped over a cord, a mic cord, and wound up damn near breaking his leg. Yep. And uh, oh no, one time Khabib was like having like kidney failure from his weight cut. You know, and just had to call the fucking fight. Damn. Yeah. So since then, yeah, he Tony has been on a on a like a four or five straight fight losing streak, and he wound up losing to Nate Diaz. You know, Nate. Um, How bad of a beating was it? It was a it was it was pretty significant. Um, uh, Nate wound up uh, choking him out. Um, but he was uh, he was I mean they were he was he he's kind of. Um, Tony Ferguson was kind of throwing lots of elbow spinning elbows and more fancy, you know, stuff. Kind of like you'd see John Jones. He throws a lot of elbows and a lot of stuff. Uh, but so anyway, man, it was a good fight. Um, Miss Alabama and I uh, watched some of the um, some of the stuff late night, man, on some of the videos that came out. We didn't get a chance to watch it, but we were both aware of it. So yeah, yeah, I've. Tony or Nick, either one, either one of them are, are really good looking men, you know, the, but if you look when they were younger, they looked like, like pretty normal fellas, but now just the buildup of scar tissue on their face. Yep. It, I mean, Tony looks like, looks like he's had his head put in a blender. I mean, he looks real and, and, uh, Nate, who was fighting yeah. Nate, um, his forehead is so pronounced from all the scar tissue from having his, and he, now if he gets punched in the head a little bit, he starts bleeding like a sieve. Yep. And it's, yeah, his, his forehead just looks so pronounced, but it's just a buildup of being punched in the forehead. So many, probably by his brother <laughs> growing up. You know? started probably. I think he was the one Nick told Nate, they were walking like along the coastline in San Francisco and you can see Alcatraz out there. And he goes, and Nate said, I can swim out there. And Nick goes, no, you can't. And Nate jumps in the water and starts swimming to Alcatraz. You, San Francisco Bay is pretty cold. Okay, it's pretty cool water. They keep walking. They're laughing at Nate because Nate's headed to Alcatraz, you know. And they go and do their thing. They come back and they can see him coming back. He had went. He had swam to Alcatraz. Isn't that like over a mile? It's just a long way out there. Okay, in some choppy ass cold water. He gets back on the land. He goes, there, I did it. Nick goes, I didn't see you do it. He jumps back in, takes off again. Swam to Alcatraz and back twice. Talking about a guy with like premium cardio. Nate Diaz is the man. I mean, he can go forever. Wow. That's uh, that's that's almost a little bit brain dead to try that <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> it's the Diaz it's, brothers. What do you expect? <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty crazy. Nobody's ever blamed them of being smart. Yeah. Forehead keeping him afloat. <laughs> it's kind of right. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like his head above water. Kind of like cauliflower <laughs> ear, but all over your face. Yeah, you, you, see, you see, like the ridge. Like, look at his eyebrows. The uh-huh. eyebrows to the nose ridge. Man, it's just it's all swell swelled out permanently. A little more Cro-Magnon. Yeah, a lot more, a lot more uh, Neanderthal. All right. Uh, speaking of fights, let's watch a few here. Is there any setup? To oh, you know what I need to do? I need to plug it in. Plug me in over there, Jig. Plug it in, plug it in. Hey, this guy tells the other dude, I'm about to fuck you up, blood. Okay? Sound on? All right. 
Remember that, innit? My name's Esther. I don't give a fuck who you are, black No, I don't give a fuck you up. That do it? Hey, that Just do. one shot? So that big guy, man, looks like a Indian card dealer at the casino. And <laughs> 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 big chief tomahawk. And uh, a little skinny black guy comes up to him trying to talk some shit. <clears throat> chief tomahawk's all like, hang on, man. You know, don't get too close or I'll wear you out. Guy kept I- coming, so he just swung a hammer on him. This one says, my brothers and their lovely relationship. Okay, these are two brothers fighting in their bedroom. And you'll know because everything is done in whispered tones when they're talking shit. Okay? We don't, we don't want mom to hear. Yeah. Don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Let me get, let me get it uh, full screened here so we can see it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's the funniest part is you can hear the wind leaving his body. <laughs> his brother jumped up, kicking him, kicking him in the back. I just want to hear that one more time. Listen. Listen. Oh. <laughs> First thing he does, come back swinging, man. It's the. That is the most beautiful sound. Is when you two brothers, man. Is, <laughs> they're probably what eight and ten. Uh, probably like ten and twelve. Four, fourteen and thirteen or fourteen and like eight or nine. When he kicked that kid, he goes, Hoof. <laughs> "Me and mom were hee haw." I showed it to her earlier. Yeah. She was laughing so hard. Oh yeah, that's definitely a few of right. back in the day at my house. <laughs> But it always ended, man, with Pop going, all right, now hug your brother's neck. You're thinking, <laughs> are you kidding me, man? <laughs> we did. All right. This says he found the shutdown button. Okay? There you go. There you go. He's sweet. He's sweet. He's sweet. He was asleep on his feet. Did you see him? It looked like he was trying to pull his hoodie up or something. There you go. There you go. There He's sweet. He's sweet. He's sweet. I never seen somebody get knocked out that slow. Wow. I knew that the way that when you said, I could just tell that guy with his back, man, had that left. Mm. This one says he little man bites off more than he chew. He can chew. Okay. This is outside of a bar. Looks like this is a bouncer over here. All right. Go on and leave, bro. You don't match a match. He gonna sleep through this. Go, go, get in the car and go, bro. What you doing over there for? I'm telling you, go, bro. Hey, bro, watch out, bro. I'm telling you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock him. These niggas twice my size since old. You ain't gotta fight. I don't want to fuck you, bitch. Oh, stupid no, ass. Don't, don't, stupid don't, ass, don't touch me no more. Don't touch me no more. Get your Get ass your in stupid the car. Ass up. <laughs> Get your stupid ass in the car. Get him. Now you got tears in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I got it all on the tail, too, with your stupid ass. With your stupid ass. Yeah. He hey. tried to give him a chance. That's all he wanted. To, just go home. Yeah. Just go home. Now I'm going to smack somebody. All right, 
Amazing comeback from the white girl. Two girls fight in a bathroom at school. White girl gets top mount. Latino girls got in the guard now. Here we go. She is laying some smack on that white girl. Oh, got a hand. Oh. Brother by her hair, <laughs> beating on that head. Fucking teacher. Dang. She got that rabbit girl by her hair, just flipped her over. Oh yeah. They were in the bathroom, so she probably stole her vape. <laughs> <laughs> Now, this man pulled the patented Hango big hand on him now, okay? <laughs> Me and this guy, are, are we're a kindred spirit because he used my signature move. Okay. Okay? Full screen. Let's see it. Hi. Ain't nobody showing nobody. <laughs> <laughs> with an open hand slap. <laughs> he knocked that dude with a, knocked him out with a slap. Hi. Ain't nobody showing nobody. That big thump you heard at the end, that was a that was a grown man hitting the ground, knocked out. Dang. Got the shit slapped out of him. I love that guy. I want to be his friend. All right. You sure? Yeah, I do. <laughs> he can smack him one way, I can hit him back the other. Uh, this is at a family dollar, okay? And it was some kids trying to shoplift, and employees tried to stop them. All over a can of Pringles, man? What yeah, the? That's what I'm saying. This woman's putting up with this shit for 10 bucks an hour. Fuck that. I'd go somewhere else. There's a fucking fight in a parking lot, too. Did you see that uh-uh. shit? Yeah, look in the background. You see that one? Oh, she is. Oh, she is. Hell yeah. a full-blown riot going on. Good God. That's an employee, too. That red yeah. shirt. Yeah. Holy sh... Was that here in town? I don't know. Yeah, it did. Now there'd be a gas station right here. That's true. Yeah. Got to have our gas stations. Yeah. Oh, man. What else we got here? This is at a McDonald's in Newcastle, England. Turn them up. Oh, we'll fucking turn them up. What are you going to do, mate? Just a side note. This guy right here, the guy in the white, he is drunk. Okay. okay. The other guy was there with his wife and two kids. And the guy was starting some shit with the kids. So, you know how to make a big man mad? Fuck with these kids. Okay? He's trying to talk the guy down. Like, hey, just fuck off. Okay? He 
He tried to warn him. He told him. That was he, a quick left. He <laughs> shut him down. That was a fast punch. I agree with oh, you. That came, he came from the hip with that one. I keep, I keep hitting your mic. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, why, why would you try to fuck with somebody's family? Well, I mean, I, mean, I know you're drunk, but. Yeah, just being an idiot. There's plenty of them some bitches out there. Uh, they're Russian, so. Oh, God. Holy shit, it kicked him in the. Right in the jaw. It knocked his ass out. That'll do it. Lost his purse, too. <laughs> It's a European handbag, and it was a gift. Indiana Jones carries a satchel, buddy. Just back off, all right? <laughs> if it's good it. enough for Indy, it's good enough for me. Yeah, he didn't have a hat on, though. <laughs> and a jacket and a whip. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, boy. <laughs> what's that? Mm. Oh, boy. What, what's, what, what, <laughs> what catches your eye first? Is it the shirtless cholos that was what's catching your I, eye? I don't know. It, it might be the gas cooking grills right here on the. I don't know. <laughs> it's got to be somewhere tropical because there's a lot of pretty blues in there, man. Hey, hey, Oh, it's a folding table. <laughs> <laughs> okay but did you think he was gonna have a gigantic stick in his hand it looked like a damn lightsaber or some shit <laughs> i thought it was a plastic piece do it again man. he That's... used the force for sure motherfucker death vader that motherfucker <laughs> why is that table there to keep people out it didn't work too well did it? that no. stick worked though didn't it he's on the phone too yeah That dude right in the fucking head. Is it a bat? What has he got? I don't think it's a bat. It's got a handle on it. It don't look like a piece of wood or anything either. What is that? Is it an axe handle? I think it's an axe handle. He's got the, he's got it taped up. That's a fucking axe handle. That dude killed that guy. Yeah, I was gonna say, man, if it wasn't golly. Scrambled eggs, dude. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> that guy ain't got much left after that. That's all of them. That's all the ones I got this week. Damn. Yeah, I didn't realize that was a... I thought it was like a... I didn't know what it was he hit him with. Mm. Yeah, now that I look at it, I think it was an axe handle. That looked that looked brutal. So what else did y'all get into while y'all were out and about? You got more stories, I'm sure. Uh, let's see. Anything else good happening? Um, man, we ate just so much good food. Um, in my, in my on my Dallas trip, uh, my my buddy Raphael cooked these these two steaks for four of us, and they were two and a half inches thick. They were probably each three and a half pounds. Um, it's like a wagyu. Um. Sirloin, maybe like American Wagyu. I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, damn, dude. They were and just here. so folks know, Raphael's a trained yeah he's chef, a French French chef. Yeah. He just he he waits tables. He makes more money waiting tables yeah. at this super high end restaurant out in Dallas. And um, 
He sent me a picture the other night. It's just a little bit off, but he sent me a picture the other night of three wine bottles that he picked up off this table that he served. And he sent it to us and said, this is what $5,000 worth of wine looks like. Fuck. One of the bottles was three and the other two were a a thousand each. He said that that table got kicked out because they were yelling at happily, you know, but they were yelling across the the restaurant to other people over there. They were getting a little out of hand, man. They were (laughs) past chatty. (laughs) And they went to rowdy. They were in a rowdy mode and got kicked out of a restaurant that they had spent five thousand dollars at least five drink. grand at least oh yeah. not even dinner or anything like that Raphael told me he said man they wound up tipping me eighteen hundred dollars fuck and still got kicked out that's more than i made last week at the shop i'm just telling i'm you. not not kidding <laughs> on one that's just ain't that crazy that's fucking insane yeah so anyway man so Raphael, he's around a lot of super high-end um all the all the people that eat there, man. I mean, you know, you can't even come in and order like a side item and and get out for less than thirty or forty bucks. Right. Most dinners, he said, man. You know, if it's a if it's a real if you're just trying to go in just cheap, cheap and take a date in there, you're gonna drop two fifty. Right. Um, but so he's around all this super high end wine and liquor and all this stuff. So his liquor cabinet at home is all this super exotic stuff I've never even heard of. Never even you know, never even been around it. So while we were out there, we were drinking um, incredibly good liquor. Uh, of course, he's got like the ice ball, mm-hmm. you know, for the for the glass. It presses the ice down into one big round. Yeah, yeah, into a big old ball, about a little bit smaller than a tennis ball. Um, but it's uh, and man, we were drinking some super high end um, uh, liquor, and and uh, we ate these steaks. Um, we had a shrimp bowl while we were there. Uh, he cooked up probably, I don't know, four pounds of these big super jumbo shrimp with all the Cajun fixings, you know, the corn, potatoes. and You're talking the, just love language now, man. Yeah, <laughs> it was awesome, man. I mean, um, we grilled burgers. Uh, we, ate, we ate some super good food out there. Uh, of course, that's just right. You know, that's his... That's his thing, man. You know him in hell. That's one of the, it's always exciting for me being a food guy to be around him just because, man, I soak it up. You know, he is cooking on a totally different level than I am, you know, but with the same enthusiasm and it's just different ingredients and different stuff. um, And it's just all incredibly good. Uh, good food so we ate super good out there um we did some house projects for him got him you know got him um he's not in uh i mean he's in he's in relatively good health it's just that he's got some issues you know he had some recent surgeries and whatnot a couple of couple of surgeries and uh so um my other buddy daryl that uh met us out there at, at uh he and i jumped on some projects and Helped him do some stuff, man. So it, it gave me a, a you know a warm fuzzy inside, man, to really kind of help him out, you know, and know that we made a difference while we were there. Not just there to, you know, eat his food and drink his liquor and come hang out, you know, like Watch oh, concert, college days, <laughs> you know. We were there, man, and we helped him out too. So yeah, it was cool. Um, it was uh, yeah, man. I tell you now, I, mean, I know I'm jumping back and forth. You're but, fine. Uh, uh, Key West, um. Man, Miss Alabama, I tell you what now, she, uh, 
we we found it. We found a place that had live music at eight o'clock in the morning. Hell yeah! Which uh, we had the um, the hotel had a local channel that would give you like a, a constant uh, rotation of what the local restaurants have and mm. some of the local uh, sites and things like that. So we kept it on that, and, and we ate quite a few of those places. Um, we uh, we did what our our last day there. We were gonna. Uh, <clears throat> just kind of take it easy and do some packing, you know, later go out to a nice dinner and everything. So we decided our, our very last day there to start off by going out by the pool and knocking out a couple of these free drinks, of course, catch the shuttle. So we go out there and they've got this little Russian lady. Well, she's from Georgia and uh, she's behind the bar and she's making these. We had talked about just going to get a couple of beers but she's making these frozen drinks for this other people on the other side of the bar. And we're just like, I looked, I was like, man, I'd, I'd really, honestly, that looks I'd really rather, good for eight o'clock in the morning. I'd, I'd rather have a frozen drink. Myself that washed my beer. eggs down really well. <laughs> <laughs> so we asked her what they are, man. And she told us something that I'd never heard of. And, and she said, it's got rum in it. And I'm like, yeah, man, well, I'll take one. There was a red one and an orange one. So I said, oh, yeah, I'll take one. And she's and Miss Alabama's like, yeah, I'll take the other one. So while she's pouring it, in these, like the big red solo cup, there, there's a clear version, so it's a clear cup, and she had the 151 rum. Oh no! Running with the pour, <laughs> so it was swirled around this full cup. It already had rum in it, but it was like an extra shot for people who don't know. Bacardi 151 is like 75 percent alcohol. It's almost never with 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 grain like Everclear. It's it's stout, super stout. Extremely flammable, I found out. Yes. <laughs> so we're all like, holy shit, man. It's like a ribbon of this 151 that was l- lapped around the whole little swirly drink. We're saying, but the drinks were really good. It's just I bet every, they were. Every once in a while, man, you'd catch this pocket of like, woo, you know, and it'd give you a shake, you know, like, damn, man, that was, woo, that was a little warm going down. So we're about halfway through these. And we're looking, we're like, okay, man, we got about six or eight minutes before we're going to have to start walking over where the shuttle picks us up. About that time, our little Russian bartender lady brings us two other drinks we didn't ask for, but it was a different flavor. Two more. She brings over there. And she says, sit down here, man, these these are just, y'all try these out. So now we got four cups and we're like going, Mm. Of course, it was ribboned up with the yeah. 151 too. Way, way to get the day started, man. Welcome we're, to the Keys. I told her, I was like, look, man, we can't be too, you know, we, we're juggling two drinks, man, getting on the bus and getting off. Hell, let's knock some of this out, man. We'll combine <laughs> it down to one drink each, you know. So that's what we did, man. We started just power sucking on them, man, and just bottomed out one and mixed the Son rest of, of it. Bitch. We get on the shuttle 10 minutes later, all right? We are laughing and giggling and talking shit. Everybody else on the bus is looking at us like going, holy shit, man. It's like 10 in the morning and y'all are already liquor drunk. Laughing and chatty over here. Liquor drunk. (laughs) And it was hot as fuck too, man. So by the time we get downtown. Pulling it out of your skull. Yeah, we get downtown and we're walking around and stuff. And so around one o'clock we go, damn, we, you know, we really hadn't had breakfast. We hadn't had lunch. You want to stop and eat? We're like, yeah, sure. So hell, we go get another drink, and then we, <laughs> as soon as we eat, 
man, our energy level just bottoms out. That liquor drunk kicked in, and we're like, hey, man, you'll go back to the room and take a nap. <laughs> we're like, yeah. It's time to calm the fuck down. That was it. That was the knockout punch. The rest of the, rest of the time, I was like, you know what, man, I'm good. I just want to. I just want to just relax a little bit. Yeah, we go to the Bahamas. They, the resort we go to in the Bahamas, they make the best rum runners, which is like a like a red fruity drink, and it's got a shot and a half of white rum, a shot and a half of spiced rum, and a shot and a half of Malibu rum. Well, I don't drink that Malibu shit. Yeah, that's that's for for white college girls, you know. And so when the I asked the guy, I said, "What do you put in your rum runner?" He told me, I said, "Well, instead of putting that shot and a half." of Malibu in there, put a shot and a half of Bacardi 151. And he said, are you sure? I was like, oh, I'm, I'm sure. You know, he goes, okay. I sucked that and down like within 15 minutes. I went back over there. He's like, you want another one? I'm like, keep them coming. So like <laughs> on my fourth one, I got up there. He goes, are you sure you need to know? So I probably not, but I want one. <laughs> 16 <laughs> shots later. I'm just going to put it in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> y'all have anything else tonight y'all want to talk about it's all good it's good to see y'all again man yeah. we've been missing oh, yeah. you glad to be back yeah absolutely just get get jutting pocket we'll be all right yeah, the only reason we're recording tonight is because i'm here <laughs> that's it's true <laughs> kids that's right the only, <laughs> only reason man why it's 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 locked in is because you're here <laughs> thank y'all so much for listening to this episode of the hango show be sure to go by tripodbroadcasting.com and check out all the shows on our network. Also, look down in the show notes for links to our sponsors like ebles.com, E-A-B-L-E-S, where you can save 15% on some premium CBD with the promo code HANGO. And also, check out mydelta8.com. Harpoon, Jut, I love you guys. Thank y'all for coming out here again. And I love all y'all out there for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.